Welcome back, boxing fans around the world, to another episode of Beck Boxing News Headlines today here on Talk and Fight. And we're going to start off uh, our stories today with a little article on uh, Jaron Boots Ennis, as written by Sam Bowles over on BoxingNews24.com. Uh, Jaron Boots Ennis won't be fighting on the undercard of the Gervonta Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia card on April 22nd, as rumored to be taking place, according to Derek Bosey Ennis. Uh, his son, Boots, who's 30 and 0, 27 knockouts, will be headlining, headlining his own card in late May or early June, likely in Atlantic City or Philadelphia. Well, it would be nice for the 25 year old Ennis to get some exposure by fighting on another Tank Davis undercard, like he did last January when he fought in the uh, chief support spot against Karen Chudhadzian. Bozy says Jaron is going to be headlining his own card. Bozy didn't say who Jaron would be fighting next, but hopefully. It's not another uh, runner as he fought on the Tank versus Hector Luis Garcia card on January 7th. Jaron's promoters uh, did him no favors by scheduling him to fight an opponent like uh, Chukadesian because that guy was in survival mode the entire fight. Matching Boots against fighters like that will ultimately erode his popularity. Boots is still waiting for his title shot against IBF welterweight champ Errol Spence Jr., but the International Boxing Federation still hasn't ordered the fight. It'll be interesting to see how long the IBF will let Spence go without defending against Boots. Uh, when they eventually do get around to ordering a Spence and his fight, it'll be interesting to see if Spence vacates or chooses to defend the belt. With all the waiting that Ennis has been doing, it would be a disappointment if Spence vacates. Uh, and speaking of Errol Spence, let's flip over to our next story featuring Terrence Crawford. Uh, and this is written by Chris Williams, again, over at BoxingNews24.com. Chris says, uh, Terrence Crawford is going in the opposite direction of trying to get fights he wants if he chooses to sign with Golden Boy Promotions and defend his WBO welterweight title against little-known Alexis Roca next. Crawford, who's 39 and 0, 30 knockouts, wants to fight IBF, WBA, and WBC welterweight champ Errol Spence Jr. And undisputed junior middleweight champion, Jermel Charlo, but he's not going to get either of those fights if he elects to sign with Golden Boy and defend his belt against Roca, who's 22-1 with 14 knockouts. Given the WBO belt and signing with PBC is the move Crawford should take because it'll open up the door to him getting the fights that he wants. He won't get those fights if he signs with Golden Boy because they're on the opposite side of the, side of the track and their fighters compete on the zone rather than showtime. Fans uh, don't know who Roca is, and it's just another example of Crawford taking another easy gimme fight, which won't pay well. Assuming Crawford signs with Golden Boy, it means he'll be fighting on zone, and they'll stick his fight with Roca on pay-per-view, which isn't going to draw flies. No one will buy that fight, especially now that DAZN has raised his subscription rates through the roof for U.S. subscribers. If the 35-year-old Crawford wants to get the Spence and Charlo fight before he ages out. It makes sense for him to sign with PBC because that's where those guys are situated with. It might, he might have to dump his WBO title given that the World Boxing Organization has already ordered the Roka uh, fight, but that's not a big deal because titles have become meaningless in this era. The only time titles mean anything is if you're not popular and even then it works against the fighter to hold a title because then they get stuck fighting obscure challengers that do nothing for their career an example of that is crawford being ordered to defend against roca 
It's an example of somebody not knowing who Alexis Roca is, former WL welterweight champion, Yodinius Yugas, questioned who the fighter is after hearing of the news of the WBO ordering Crawford to defend against him. If Ugas doesn't know who Alexis Roca is, you can bet that casual boxing fans have never heard of him either. What this means is that if Crawford signs with Golden Boy and they stick his fight against Roca on pay-per-view on zone, it's going to do poor numbers, which will wreck any chance he ever had of fighting Spence or Charlo, which would be too bad for boxing fans. Um, and a bit of good news, though. Um, rather than uh, choose the rematch against Jack Catterall, uh, Josh Taylor uh, has decided to take on Tifimo Lopez, and that bout will take place at Madison Square Garden in New York on June 10th. And it will be uh, for Taylor's junior welterweight title. Uh, and this was the, the right choice, according to uh, ESPN. Uh, an opportunity to box at Madison Square Garden might have been an influential uh point for, for the Taylor's decision, as this will be a high-profile bout between two former undisputed world champions. Um, a fight against Lopez, the former unified lightweight uh, uh, world champion, is a bigger fight internationally than a rematch against Catterall, who before last year's fight with Taylor was relatively unknown. Lopez is 18-1 with 13 knockouts. He's based in Las Vegas, born in Brooklyn, New York, and he's also a bigger challenge for Taylor, who's 19-0, 13 knockouts. Uh, with more to be gained uh, from, it, uh, from it if he wins. Catterall surprised a lot of people with his brilliant display against Taylor a year ago in his first world title fight, uh, a controversial split decision loss. But Lopez is more widely known than Catterall and brings interest to the fight from beyond the UK. Uh, Taylor Catterall, too, is an all-British matchup and does not have the same broad appeal. Also, from Taylor's point of view, his rivalry with Catterall is not going away. If someone... If something, uh, it's something that he can pick up if he wants to later this year, win or lose against Lopez. A rematch with Catterall is great, and let's hope we see it, but Taylor stands more uh, to earn and more to gain from fighting Lopez next. The credibility he would earn if he wins and the larger purse uh, proved too convincing an argument for Taylor to turn down. The gate revenue in New York will exceed that generated by a rematch against Catterall in Glasgow. Also, the WBO conveniently made Lopez the mandatory challenger after Taylor Catterall first fought, uh, uh, and the number two was postponed uh, because of Taylor's injury, uh, a torn plantar fascia tendon in February. If I went and fought Jack, I'd be fighting him with no titles, and I want to keep this title, Taylor said. It's out of my control. It's not my fault that WBO got in touch. Lopez looks like a vulnerable... Look Lopez looked vulnerable at times in fights against George Cambosas Jr. and Sandor Martin, another reason Taylor took the fight. And our final story of the day uh, comes via Ireland, where we see that Reyes Fire Fist Boxing Promotions and Conlon Boxing are pleased to announce they'll co-promote three shows in Ireland. The first fight card features a significant super middleweight bout between NABA gold champ Yamaguchi, the problem, Falcoa, and Padriag, the hammer, McCrory. Born and raised in Brazil, but now residing in Florida, Falcoa is an, Falcoa is an excellent 24-1-1 record with 10 wins by knockout. In his most recent bouts, the 2012 Olympic bronze medalist scored a seventh-round stoppage over Ernest Amuza. Ranked number six by the WBA and seventh by the WBC, Falcoa would move closer to a world title opportunity if victorious, but defeating McCrory is a tall task. 
fighting out of Belfast, Northern Ireland. McCrory's unbeaten at six and 16 and 0 with nine knockouts. McCrory had a breakout 2022, stopping Marco Antonius Barban in five rounds. Leon Brun, who was 18 and 0 in six, and defeating Dimitri Fedas, uh, who was 8 0 and 2 by decision. Currently, the Hammer is ranked number four in the world by the WBA and sixth by the WBC. Uh, the Falco McCrory uh, bout is scheduled for 10 rounds. Uh, this is a great partnership. Um, said Jamie Conlon out of Conlon Boxing. Both our stables can grow in Ireland and the U.S. There, there are excellent benefits to working together with Reyes Fire Fist Boxing. Um, said uh, jo uh, Jody Calguer of Reyes Fire, Fi Fire, Fire Fist Boxing. We are really excited to be working with Jamie and Conlon Boxing. Our vision aligned well, and there's a lot of opportunities for both our fighters. Uh, we promote Yama and Conlon. Um, for McCrory, both guys want to fight for world title, but have been passed over. So matching these two hungry fighters was a natural fit. Big things on the horizon, and we'll have updates in the near future. Uh, and one of those would feature Connor the Kid Coyle, who's 18-0, eight knockouts, and he'll fight uh, in Ireland for the first time in six years when he battles an opponent to be named in a 10-round contest. Uh, the Derry native, uh, who is the WBA's fourth-ranked middleweight, will defend his title April 29th in St. Petersburg, Florida. And there you have it, boxing fans. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and uh, join me at 4 p.m. Uh, when I let's see, knuckle up, knuckle up at four. We've already had Holly Donovan get her report uh, this morning. Uh, knuckle up at 4 p.m. Eastern time, and then 7 p.m. Uh, with Tim Witherspoon uh, uh, for the uh, weekly uh, boxing panel. Sorry, getting tongue-tied. I need another coffee. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.